0: I actually saw how baby seagulls were treated by the parents. They're actually very well disciplined. Mm. Okay. What? <laughs> they would wait until they, that the parent would come and feed them and they would never fight like there's always like two chicks or something. So I was just looking over like from the from the from the rooftop. I was like how the hell did they did they get so gangster once they go out? <laughs> yeah. like they're very well disciplined, like you know, like like from you technically police. can't blame the parents, yeah. like you know. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I, we we were going to chat today is is about. Well, the deep and and hard question to answer of are Irish people happy? So we're we're definitely going to find a a solution to this question, to this problem by the (laughs) end of this podcast. it, It should be interesting to talk to you about it, right? Because for people who are listening now, Ireland is ranked as the 14th most happy or happiest country in the world. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll kind of get to the bottom of that and how we actually whether we think that's true or not. But mm-hmm. uh, where you where you are right now mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. In, in Denmark is the the second happiest country in the world. Yep. So it's number, number two. two, I think, behind Finland, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Finland
2: is number one. Finland. Six years in a row, Finland's been number one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think like just for a rep points of reference, I think the UK is like around 18, 19, 20. Uh, the United States the same, Spain I think is around 32. Um like there, there, it's it's all over the place, but basically the first like say three or four countries are the Nordic Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. Um I think Sweden might be, might be up there as well. Sweden, um, Norway, yeah. Well, do you see a difference? Do you do you notice did, can you say that like Without without like question in your mind that Danish people are yes. happier than Oh, yes. okay.
2: Yeah, hundred it is it is slaps me in the face, obvious that people are better off here. Yeah. Now here's the thing. The question is what we really mean by the word happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like objectively, what is happy to, to to in this conversation? You know what I mean? Um but yes, I, we Like so that's the first question. I say yes. So go a little go on. Go, where else do you want to go with this?
0: Well, like how how why would you say yes? I mean, are just people walking around with smiles on their faces and eating candy floss? Like what what is the
2: no? Because that's not the ha- that's not uh, that it, that isn't happy, right? Smiles on their faces, having a laugh. You get more of that in Ireland, right? But less problems and more time to consider your own well being. It's it's like it's it's built into life in Denmark. Like you you have time to consider what makes you happy. You're not struggling to figure out because in like everywhere else, it, it, I feel I feel where I definitely where I've lived is <clears throat> first and foremost you struggle to 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 get the base level of like home income and you know uh, you know food and th- what 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 like look at what whatever the basic things for life, right? I mean. It's it's part of the day daily chore to make sure you get those things. In Denmark, you can relax knowing that those things are going to be okay. You you can work. You don't have to worry about your finances. You don't have to worry about like. You, of course, there's there's like um. You have to get work, and there's definitely a, a a a difference between somebody who's working in like you know a fast food restaurant and working in a bank. Of there's there's income is different of course but like you have safety nets and there's a lot of ways of like if you're here long enough and you pay a little bit of money into the system if you quit your job they will pay you to look for a new job quite quite efficiently to not be panicked about quitting your job you can make a choice to change career without being worried because in Denmark it's like as long as you're doing okay we're okay you know like and and also the 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 idea is like there's a thing called law in Scandinavia and Denmark like, adheres to it. And it's about, um, it's kind of like socialism. It's like kind of a philosophy of like equality. So even if you're like super rich, you still act normal. And even if you're not super rich, you still act on the same level as everybody. There's a, like a, just a, an equilibrium of like, nobody's better than anybody. And as long as we're looking out for each other, we're going to be okay.
0: But does that work like the same way, like... We don't have a a term for that in Ireland, but I think that concept kind of exists here as well. And there's two sides of it. There's the kind of nature of being humble and you don't talk too well about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that, Nick, from having spoken to like artists or really anybody who's trying to achieve something, um, it's people are very um, reluctant to say good things about themselves in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. even some people would say they'd be like, I'd never actually say that I'm a musician because, yes. you, know, you know, you don't meet someone and say, I'm a musician because you're be like, ooh, who do you think yeah, you yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, you know?
2: yeah. The, but the, hey, that's that's true, that's true. But we come, Denmark and Ireland come at it from the opposite sides. Denmark comes at it because you don't do it because you don't want to be higher than anybody, right? You think, you you in your back of your head, you probably think, oh, I'm probably better than a lot of things, but I'm never going to say that because I don't want to make people feel bad. You say it in Ireland because... It's wrong to think that you're better. You, we have an underlying thing that we always feel worse in Ireland. We come from the bottom thing, can't feel good in Denmark. They feel good, but they can't feel too good, so they pull themselves down. So that's the like. It's the same idea coming from different
0: poles. Yeah, uh, we have we, we we got it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think the Vikings I don't think came wrong. over and it's... poisoned us with the, yeah, the wrong maybe. end of the stick.
2: <laughs> but the, but the thing is, I, I like if the thing is like contentment and 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 normality in Denmark is great but like Ireland it's it, honestly it seems wrong to think about Ireland as a happy place because I don't think happiness is what Ireland's about like enjoyment is what Ireland's about and and um uh, making making the best of things is what Ireland's about yeah, you know what I mean a,
0: a bit a bit of crack um, Yeah, I I'll, I'll get into a, a few different things here right but first of all no like I think obviously this we're, we're going to talk about happiness right but I think this mm. scale or this 14th in the world is kind of what you, sp- you speak about it's quality of life yeah. so that kind of you know not having to worry about too many things etc yeah. um I think uh, as obviously the the property issues well in Dublin anyway um mm-hmm if they continue to increase, Ireland is going to keep falling down that list. But because yeah. yeah. I do see people worried about accommodation here, particularly young people, maybe you get to a certain point in your life in a different generation and it's not something that you have to worry about. You just pay your mortgage and chip away at that and your grant. But for younger people coming over here, talking to people, moving here, you know, it's a real fucking challenge. But anyway, like yeah. we've spoken about that, you know, till you're blue in the face. So we're not going to yeah. speak about that right now. Um, but education system in ireland growing up this this is what I, I think back to first of all primary school um i here here's what i remember from history you know uh, invaded by the brits um <laughs> I remember. First and
2: foremost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The the invaded by the Brits. um, I remember learning about the torture methods they used against us. I remember that we had no rights to education. We were second, second class citizens, Um, you know. Like you, you question everything coming out of there. Like, so your your hatred for for England and 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 Brits is born there. So straight off the bat, we're bitter people. Bitter, yeah, bitter. Yeah,
2: fuck. It's it, but it's it's so true. It's like my brain jumped to the exact same thing. It's like you go in and there's the timeline of like you know the the like ten thousand years ago when civilization began. It's like. Uh, Stonehead, like, you know, like, um, there's, there's the, it's yeah. like, like, Neanderthal man, yada, 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 the Romans, yada, yada, yada. And then the Brits came.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And now we're it's really just, getting
0: into it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, exactly. You learn about the Egyptians, then it goes yeah. to the Romans and <laughs> then turn the page, lads. <laughs> <laughs> next page we see the brits chopping off <laughs> our eyebrows for no reason <laughs> yeah oh, really and and, yeah. and you 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 lads are lucky to be sitting there in this classroom <laughs> because for oh, 700 years we weren't allowed to step foot in the classroom yeah. we We're yeah. weren't allowed seats you should be lucky you have a seat under your arse though Yeah, so it's like, you're like, educate, it it goes quite extreme because you're like, oh, geez, yeah, Romans, that's really interesting. You know, viaducts, really cool. Like, geez, they had heating systems and everything. That's amazing. And then next day you come out of class, you're like, fucking bastards. (laughs) 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 Fucking bastards. Never, ever watching Wimbledon again.
2: It just it turns into propaganda. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's very um, true. It's very
0: true. So, but yes, anyway, I get your point. That, yeah, that's primary school, right? Mm-hmm. Then, um like you go at secondary school, you, you do all the normal subjects and all the rest of it. But then in, the, in English class, um obviously you have to study Irish poetry. Mm-hmm. Irish poets, you know, but we've got a, a long and great history of poetry in this country. Fantastic, mm-hmm. right? And I think I had a teacher, a good teacher, but let, let me give you a bit of a background. Um, like you bitter should have been his first name. Um, like I remember <laughs> when people asked questions, when people like he had this look whenever you put up your hand to ask a question he had this look of absolute hatred on his face like be- <laughs> before before he responded to your question <laughs> he literally would look at you like and in it you could see in his eyes he's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This was the look on his face. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he was so small, man. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was probably he was intimidated because he was so small. You know, on the seats, and you can see his legs swinging. (laughs) Oh, jeez.
2: Oh, the poor fella. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, okay. The thing is, for anybody, I, I went to school in Rohini in Dublin, Dublin Five. And he, most of the teachers, I think, probably lived close enough to the school. But he, I, as far as I'm aware, we had a farm actually in Kildare. Mm. So he would drive from Kildare. So minimum one hour there Easy, and one yeah. hour back. So yeah. probably a two hour commute every day. So I think this, like, Probably affected his sense of well being as well. You mm-hmm. know, probably one hour a day sitting in traffic thinking, I have to go in and teach these fucking shitheads anyway. Mm-hmm. So he, I think, really connected with Patrick Kavanagh because mm-hmm. Patrick Kavanagh, if you read his poetry, it's like, sad it's man. depressing as fuck, yeah. a very sad man. Um, for anybody who's interested in reading Patrick Cavanus' poetry, it's he talks about the famine. He talks about how much he hates Monaghan and Ireland. And like <laughs> about basically yeah. farming and how nobody is interested in there whatsoever. Um He doesn't get invited to parties. He's just <laughs> He doesn't get invited to parties. He sits on the wall and he watches the bicycles go by in twos yeah. and threes. Yeah. And basically he's like the most depressing, bitter old man. Fantastic poetry. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the end of his life, basically, the summary is like, of his poetry is like fucking hate life. This is shit. People are, <laughs> are shit, boring as fuck. Um, man, I'm depressed. And then his last two poems of his life are like, I guess the Grand Canal is all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now <laughs> He he has a statue, yeah, a statue of him he, sitting beside the Grand Canal. So if yeah, and he's, he's not even smiling.
2: He's kind of he's all right with it like just he's, looking he's, at it. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, oh, there it is. Yeah,
0: stilly greeny. Um, yeah. Anyway, oh, that's um, very good. So I had this English teacher who, basically, uh, we spent far too long on Patrick Kavanaugh. We didn't even finish the the syllabus. I don't think, but. And I think because he really connected, I just remember this. And it it really, when you're young, you're impacted by this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't realize it. But for example, my brother now lives in Monaghan and Mm -hmm. I can't think of Monaghan as a nice place. I can't think Mm -hmm. of it. Every time I go up and visit him, I'm like, you know, I he took me out to we went for lunch at a golf course once and fucking I was looking around at the hills. I was like, geez, it's fucking beautiful around here. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I've, I've always said that to you. And I was like, yeah, but I'm just being so impacted by fucking Patrick Cavanaugh's poetry. That every time I come up here, I think I'm on my way to Mordor or something, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be fair, Mark, this is saying a lot about you and your like your your, your like connection to literature. I mean, that's more about you being like a, a, a bit of a. I don't know. Uh, you, you've got a love for the for the art, to say the least, if it impacts you that much. But I get what no, you're I saying. Th- I get what you're. Saying. I
0: think I have a very uh, strong imagination. Like, that's why I don't watch horror movies because horror movies will be with me for the next month. Oh, so. Okay it's it lingers you know yeah. um but. But,
2: but your imagination or not it, it it the fact remains that one of the most famous poets in ireland was a dry arse i mean like not dry, <laughs> like he was just like <laughs> he was just he was a sad fella like i mean
0: yeah yeah clay is the, word. I, clay is the flesh
2: i i but it's it's, it's it there is this like weird lovely acceptance of shite in Ireland, like of, of shite times uh, bad. Like, like I, I and it's it's something I've I've taken on board myself as well. Like that there's a there's a I think he's a, a, a theological philosopher. Peter Rowlands is his name, if I'm not completely mistaken, from Belfast. And he's like a, and he I listened to a talk he did once and he was talking about a life lived happy is a life half lived right that's total paraphrasing i did he didn't say those words but the idea is that like if you don't if you only strive for the happiness you're ignoring this the other part you're ignoring you're not accepting that the other half of your life or maybe it's not 50 50 maybe like you can be like then and all there's many ways of approaching life but let's just say simple happy sad right happy good times bad times right if you ignore if you're trying to run away from bad times or you're trying to deny that they exist or or getting out of them as fast as possible, as in like not letting the sadness hit you or or regret or or grieving, you're denying the fact that, that that's half of the life experience or like, again, I'm saying half just being, you know, make it easy for conversation. But like, I think Ireland, the Irish people, the Irish culture is good at accepting and wallowing in other part of it as well as in like we don't it's not saying you like the sadness it's not saying you want to be sad but it's accepting that that's part of the package and you, you, you live a life more experienced because you're accepting that well that's there's well. like is it like okay just example america is a is a good example of complete denial of the bad times they pharmaceutical companies want to keep you up to the eyeballs on something so you don't feel anxious or depressed or you know because the idea is always meant to be in the american dream of like being happy being things are good you're having a great time without ignoring like totally ignoring the fact that it's not always like that at all it's there's lots of terrible things no matter how hard you try no matter who you decide to live with or how you spend your life things will be a bit difficult like the the other side is then like being like like a buddhist where you're like indifferent to all you know that's another way of taking it
0: yeah, absolutely, uh, and you're right. So we we could say that we're we're embracing that side of it, but perhaps, I'm mm. um, it, it's hard to know. Like, listen, a lot of people come here and they think, they see what you said earlier on. I think Irish people are very good, and I, even someone said to me yesterday, when Irish people are in good form and a good mood, there is literally no better place to be. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. like vibrant, it's yeah. high energy, good fun, everybody's together, everybody's friendly, and it can feel phenomenal. And I think then the next day it'll be back to, to normal. And I think people get confused by that because, like you've talked to other nations, they might be very open about how they feel. They're like, if they're in a bad mood, they fucking tell you they're in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Um whereas it's different here i i did um, in my very uh, little bit of research mm-hmm. i i googled are irish people happy right um, mm-hmm. and i found on this <laughs> That's
2: your research
0: this is my research <laughs> See, um, what the, internet says. Yeah. Th- thank you to the A life in dublin research team for for this information um <laughs> yeah qora have you ever heard of that website where they like answer all the questions of of life it's quite interesting sometimes no. um so I'm going to read out to you a post from um um a woman who she posted it. So I'm not I'm sure she or sorry, it's a guy actually. Um, mm-hmm. his name is Fionn, and the 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 question was, um, why are Irish people often so superficially happy? What? Um, uh, and listen, listen to his answer. Right. Go on. Um, it's how we are. Other people in other countries complain and and protest and make themselves heard, but we grumble quietly and do nothing about it. An Irish person has served a terrible meal in a restaurant and the waiter asks if the meal was okay and we smile and say it was lovely. Someone will ask us how we are and we could be dying inside and we will smile and say we are grand. Yes, it is a superficial happiness because we cannot say how we truly feel. Hundreds of years of gritting our teeth and showing the bright side has made us a nation so so that we only release uh, sorry our so sorry and uh, made us a nation so our only release is getting scuttered drunk and <laughs> boy do the emotions come out then. Why do you think our national game of hurling is so passionate? It's a place you can grip a piece of ash and let emotions and passions rule you for 70 minutes. Why do I cry when I'm riding the crest of a wave and it's just me and a thousand tons of water and I can feel the movement of every drop of salt water, but no one else knows how I feel. We are the worst at expressing our emotions, we laugh and act as if we do not have a care in the world, but inside there is a volcano of emotions we cannot show because we are Irish. I count on the fingers of one hand the number of times I saw my dad cry, and to be honest, I can only think of one time. The physiological damage done by hundreds of years of oppression have taken its toll on us as a nation of people and will take time before we can truly express how we truly feel and until then we'll portray ourselves as happy, a go look, happy-go-lucky race of people. Nice Thanks, <laughs> That's pretty good, Fion. Yeah. So Björn's a surfer. <laughs> a surfer. Loves yeah. a good cry on a surfboard.
2: Loves a good cry. He'll just sit there. He won't even surf. He'll just sit on the board, and <laughs> no one can tell you're crying in the waves.
0: <laughs> but you know, even then, right? That's quite an emotional post, right? Hmm. And the first thing that we did was we made Big a joke the, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that goes back to the education system and fucking Patrick Kavanagh's poetry. And like you come out of an English class and you've got two choices. Mm-hmm. You can take the piss and have a bit of a laugh about what just happened, or you can start thinking about how depressing that fucking poetry was and how depressing what that post was. And I think that's what Irish people do. We are very good at Taking a dark topic mm-hmm. and having a laugh about it—maybe yes. somewhere inside it is affecting us. So, are we truly happy? Possibly not. But as you say, it's a ha- its a life half-lived.
2: Yeah, and 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 uh, yeah, I agree. And I because I we're not. I think we've proven time and again that we're not emotionally st- okay. Yeah, we are fucking emotionally stunted. Don't, who am I you're kidding? <laughs> um, but like, we we do we do. It's not like ignorance. We do understand everything that we're going through. We do understand the heart. But it's 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 the best mechanism we have is what you said, like coming out and like right. A, we either break down and cry here or we fucking keep marching on and have a laugh and go for a pint or whatever it is you know so I, it's it's not that we don't understand the things that are upsetting it's just the way we approach them afterwards you know I mean it's yeah 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 it's, very, it's interesting we're an interesting bunch um, Denmark is very similar to bring it back to number two Denmark is very similar Danes um, not okay very similar but quite similar Danes anyway are like don't talk about their problems don't talk about how how things are going until you get them plastered and then they tell you everything everything um but the thing is they don't talk they pretend it never happened the next day and that's that's a peculiar thing because irish people would be like you won't go into it but you'd have a little wink in your eye and be like last night was a good one you know like <laughs> even though it, it was like one of us crying in each other's shoulder for 6 hours about something that happened five, 9 years ago and you're like "Go <laughs> crack last night ah yeah you know, like you recognize that like something happened but we won't talk about it you
0: know yeah or someone will ask you was last night a good night a good crack last night and you say asher you know yourself
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but um yeah so 14th 14th i mean
0: i mean i i bad. think um yeah obviously happiness quality of life very different things i think quality of life once you get yourself set up here, there's no more bureaucracy. If you have a house, if you've got a place to live, yeah, there's it's without doubt a good quality of life here. That is for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but uh, yeah, um, in in terms of obviously are Irish people happy, it's a more complicated uh, topic. And obviously, mm-hmm. you can't really answer this It's a very general thing. There's some people who are incredibly happy here. There's some people who are incredibly miserable. Just the same way as there are in every other in sure, every yeah. other country. Yeah. Um, however i will say and maybe this is what c- confuses people that irish people are some of the best in the world at having a good time yes um, that does not mean that we are happy but we can have a laugh and have a good time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i always say that to people when you come here the way to make a good friendship is to be able to have a laugh with a person mm-hmm. if you can laugh with them then it's a great way of connecting with 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 people Try not to take things too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also something that we yeah. we do. Um, I feel a bit bad that I've kind of destroyed um, or given this picture of Irish literature and like being very depressing. Um,
2: I uh, hear. I mean, there's no other way of looking at it. I mean, name a happy-go-lucky poet in
0: Ireland. I it's like well, poetry, a writer. Yeah. That, there, there's some. Well, listen, um, I. I'm gonna. I'll read. I'll. We'll finish this by me reading uh, the last few lines of uh, Ulysses, right by James Joyce, and it's don't spoil the
2: ending for me now. I still don't know who did it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm I'm coming across as a literature buff here. I read fucking Ulysses and put it down as like I don't have a fucking clue what half of that was about. Um, Did you read the whole thing? I have read it. Yeah, but like like reading it for the sake of reading it does that kind yeah, of yeah is... just to say, so, yeah, yeah. so many it's so many pages about, you know... that I was like I have totally lost I don't have yeah. that ability to really like interpret it and understand what's happening um but the last few lines I think are quite positive and the last few lines are essentially about like saying yes to life and I think that's a bit what what you're talking about there is a half-life lived so a life half lived excuse me um and embracing both the happiness and and the sadness and just saying yes to everything. Mm. Um, so the last few lines are um, I'm going to fuck this up. But anyway, um, I was a flower of the mountain. Yes. When I put the rose in my hair like the Andalusian girls used or shall I wear a red? Yes. And how he kissed me under the mount- uh, Moorish wall. And I thought, well, as well as him as another. Then he asked me, would I say yes? Yes, my mountain flower. And first I put my arms around him. Yes. And drew him to me so he could feel my breasts and all perfume. Yes. And his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said, yes, I will. Yes.
2: hey oh, Yeah. That's a, that's a positive ending. There's no there's no jokes there. That's positive ending. That's good.
0: That's yeah. good stuff. Uh-huh. Breath awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right on that nose. Yeah.
0: yeah. You lost me at breasts. Anyway, um, yeah, brilliant. Owen, thanks so much. Thank you, sir. Boom.
2: I'm off for a cry in the sea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Planning for your next trip?